It's crazy. We come on here and champion bullshit all the time, but I'm trying to champion black excellence and people just don't want to do it. But it's okay. Yeah. Come and suck on my jewelry dick. My doctor almost died. I made my bitch go and clean and spit. Yeah. On my mama, I need him here. He gon' write the scripts till he dip to go hang with Kobe. Ray pulled me up with no question. He didn't owe me. Damn. This bitch just called my name like she really know me. Ain't a rap nigga in the world that can say they hold me. I just got an SIG in the back folding. I bought SRTs in my seat. It didn't hurt my pockets. I just saw a seal pine of and it hurt my sockets. Real VVS on my bitch. Ain't no heart lockets. I live on the lake. Leave the crib and forgot to lock it. It's okay, I got cameras there And my brother sleeping upstairs, we got hammers there And my other brother tried close, he got Pamela there Good with the blood like Tyson Channel was there Welcome to episode 53 of the Unheard Podcast You know, you know the, the rest Who are you? Uh, usual suspects Let's get straight into it, man <laughs> Wait, wait, no intro, that's the worst intro ever <laughs> Nigga completely phoned in the introduction <laughs> Nigga, you cut him out anyway This is true Did y'all see Rick Ross's NPR? Tiny Desk? No, I heard it was the best tiny desk at home ever. I saw a lot of rave reviews. It's probably the best at home one. Watch it. I saw a couple of the at home ones. I know Benny the Butcher had one at the beginning of COVID um, that I fucked with hella. The Ross one was cool because it was like, I think it's clearly the biggest production that they've done for the NPR stay at home ones. They had like background singers and a whole band for Ross, which is only right. You know, I like when companies understand the music that an artist makes and caters the live performance to emulate the sounds of that artist's music like rick ross's shit is very luxurious and like very full so i like that they brought in a lot of instrumentalists to uh kind of emulate that same sound luxurious full interesting (laughs) word choice but yeah uh (laughs) i didn't actually check it out um, but I did see a clip. It was like some bald dude like doing he did Christy at Michelle and Drake part on um Ashton Martin music. You didn't see it though, Taj? You don't fuck no, with I Ross? Didn't watch it. Damn. I, 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 or NPR. Like I, don't Damn. I just don't really care. I do fuck with NPR, quality journalism. Taj Money don't seem like a Ross fan. Yeah, I wouldn't call myself a fan. I respect him. I don't really care though. I listen to Ross. He does make some very luxurious music, some very, I don't know how to describe it. It just make you feel like you're in a Maybach. I think, I think. Just sipping on some rosé, some champagne, maybe a mimosa on a Sunday morning. I'm glad, I'm glad Ross got a tiny desk because I feel like Ross is still underappreciated. Um, even if he's still rated highly and people still hold him as a good rapper, I still, f- I feel as if he's not presented to the public enough. Like we don't carry him as a pillar of rap enough if that makes sense not to say he's like this ultimate pillar of rap but he's an important figure in the culture i say um so it was just good to see ross get some recognition on top of anything did you guys uh did you guys check out the the jesus and the black messiah or i think that's a name judas and the judas judas and the black messiah (laughs) Judas, yeah, Judas. Judas and the Black Messiah. Did y'all check out the soundtrack? I didn't. I haven't seen the film either yet, but I know that soundtrack was loaded. Very loaded. The soundtrack the like was... Four off the soundtrack. It was pretty hard. I can't believe y'all only got through four. The whole soundtrack is sweet. Okay, Fred Hampton. It's a... It, I watched the movie, too. I got like 20 minutes left on the movie. It's also an excellent movie, but 
the soundtrack, if I could go to it. Yeah, give us the um, highlights. If it, if it was so sweet, you should yeah, you should have highlights off the top. I of got highlights. I thought every song was really a hit. Uh, what it feels like with it's Nipsey cap, and Jay Z was hard as fuck. Uh, plead the plead the forty fit with Smino or the forty five with Smino and Saba was hard. Some name right Masego with that Jid feature was super. Did he just sweet. say every song was a hit? Uh, yes. Listen to me, man. I'm going through my highlights. <laughs> I just like I like I like the mixture. So it was a soundtrack. So I expected that. But we got like old niggas. Like you get niggas like Hit Boy, niggas like Nas on this bitch, Black Thought. But then you get like new niggas like Pooh Shicey got a track. This nigga Nardo Wick got a track. I declare war. That was hard. G Herbal had two tracks that were hard. Dirk had a track. Uh, Sir was on this bitch going hard. ASAP Rocky was. Shout out Dolphin and yeah, You love the you love the album. You love everyone involved with the album. You love every artist. We get it. Chance yes. produced. Chance, Chance produced Judas in the Black nigga Messiah because he only listen because he only listen to four tracks. I listen so to four we, tracks, and from those four tracks, I could tell that you're capping because that ASAP Rocky verse was not good. Nothing ASAP Rocky. The song was like straight, but ASAP Rocky I'm wasn't not good. Capping. You said every song was a hit. That's not what I actually meant. Like, I'm saying, like, <laughs> hit, not a hit, not a hit as in, like, it's about to blow. A hit as in, like, I know what you meant. Like, a, a hit as song. in it's quality music. That wasn't a good song. They went through. I enjoyed the project. I listened to the whole thing. Taj Money only listened to four. So, there we go. It's no surprise if I got I love it. The one opportunity, the one opportunity Chance has to, to ridicule Taj on not listening to enough music, he takes it and fully and completely exploits Taj. It's the fact that the one time he listened to a project fully, he lists everybody involved <laughs> in the track. The nigga really downloaded title just to get the composers, the producers, That's not true, man. the ghostwriters. He's got every nigga, song credit, every unheard, producer. I heard. Hate, hate is a drug unlike any well, let's other. Give, the most okay, detrimental. Okay, Dr. Phil. And okay, Dr. Like, Phil. Let's give the people what they like want. And I feel like somebody came and just gave Taj Money a prescription. That, hey, did you like the, J- did you like the Nipsey dosage? track or not? I did like That's the what people want to hear. I love the track. Um, I love the Jay Z bar about I was moving bricks with scorpions on them before Drake was making scorpion <laughs> hits. I thought that was cool. I know Pusha T was in his room just fuming, fuming that he didn't make that bar first. But all in all, great song. Nipsey again. It's always sad to listen to his music because just the energy that he puts on songs. It feels like he's still here. Like we're still getting more music from him. Um, even though we're not, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, great, great, great record. It's just crazy when you speak on something, nigga just feel a need to just hate. I just don't, I can't wrap my head around it. I can't really grasp the concept. But it's okay, man. Y'all heard my review of Judas and the Black Messiah. Go check it out. It was a really good, really good movie soundtrack. And check out the movie, too. <laughs> movie was also excellent. I don't know who it had. It had uh, what's the dude from Black Panther? Bro, what's with you and just shouting out names today? <laughs> Chance is cool with everybody. Every chance is cool with anything. Shout out Daniel Kaluuya. God, shout damn. out Lakeith Stanfield. <laughs> shout out Judas himself. Shout out all of the messiahs that ever lived. These niggas, man. Shout out Jesus. Shout out niggas who are doing excellent shout work. Doing shout Black out original one. Fred Hampton. And they got. They got niggas. They want to talk about niggas like shout Lil out. Yachty. Shout out Fred. Shout out Fred Hampton's dog. Lil Yachty also not black. Shout out Fred Hampton's uh, babysitter. Shout out one word of Lil Yachty on this recorded platform. Lil Yachty for shit music. 
And I'm over Chance here is trying to, to shout out Jordan Peele's cousin's dog walker. To, I'm trying to get people to go to go out and see the movie, the good movie, the good shit that they. They don't have to go anywhere, that, Chance. That it's on. It's on. It's on HBO. It's on. It's on streaming. They don't have to go anywhere. Saying shout out, saying shout out, isn't giving an opinion. It's not a review. I'm over this tonight. Alrighty. In terms of other new content, um, did you guys hear any new albums this week? I nerded out this I week. I listened to the Lucky Day um, EP a lot. Chance. Table for two. I saw Chance had some high. Yeah, I heard Table for two. I put niggas on. Okay. Okay. You want to you tell us, everybody that's on the track list? You got Lucky Day, you got Yeva, you got Mahalia, you got Ari Were Linux. those all hits? That's your review? Nigga, that's what you do when you break down a project. You get your <laughs> review, Taj. Get your comprehensive review for on Table for two for Lucky Day. I'll shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right, my comprehensive chance review for Lucky Day Project. No, not my, not a chance review, just your comprehensive review. Uh, track two, I thought it was super sweet. You got How Much Can a Heart Take, Wayeva. Uh, track three, we got On Red, Lucky Day, Tiana Major 9, super sweet. Uh, track four, My Window with Mahalia. Track five, Access the Night, Ari Lennox. Track six, Dream with Queen This Nine. is such track a chance seven, review. Love, Joyce Rice. <laughs> so I mean, bad. that's that's really this how I feel so about bad. the project. What y'all fellas think? That's just petty. <laughs> that's just petty as fuck. And that's just I'm I'm actually do a breakdown. It's a track so five, we got stupid. Mahalia. <laughs> uh through and through seven track EP, man. Lucky Day. We we just talked about this nigga last week, was really debating on whether or not he was in that. You tier. were debating. We had him there. No, we Y'all had Lucky Day in what's I had Lucky Day in I think I think two B I had him. I also had him in two B. I had I had him higher than y'all, because I remember it was an issue. But continue. I thought it was good. Uh, I thought he just he just works works well with, with the women artists. Uh, a lot of features though, so I guess it's an EP. I liked it, but it'll be interesting to see what he does on a on a full tape again when it's just him. Because I ain't gonna lie, painted it, like it's good, but there's some sleepers on that one. I agree. There's some nap times. I, I, but I enjoyed it. I like your point about um, <clears throat> his collaborations with women because I feel like often I think the last time it happened, at least for me personally, I can think was Daniel Caesar with that Cali Uchis record, um, "Get You." I feel like when you get a male R and B artist and female R and B artist, sometimes it becomes like such a big moment, and like the R and B culture that like you lose just like the natural qualities of the song because like. It becomes this huge moment, like big R male R and B artists and big female R and B artists. But I feel like with Lucky Day, the collaborations are always super natural. It doesn't feel like a cliche, like blockbuster collaborator uh, collaboration, um, where the male singer is doing things that you would expect the male singer to do, and vice versa for the woman. But like a true collaboration mix. Um, so yeah, shout out to that. That was like one small thing I noticed. Did you guys like the uh, concept of the album of it basically being like these like individual dates and each song kind of takes on a theme? Did you like that concept? I didn't. <laughs> I hate. I, Why didn't I don't like, like short albums that have interludes. It's my same issue with Brent. I don't like. No, it wasn't interludes. It was like those were the man. Track. It's an interlude. It's like a skit. It's the same difference. Like I'm over here listening and it's not. And I hate that he doesn't even call it in it. It's just the end of the track. It's like a minute long, though. I'm like, damn, lucky day. It ties this. I mean, it ties I'll, it together. I don't care about it. I almost never care. Just give me the hi hats. I almost never care for the skits, but I did enjoy. Like that's kind of how it feels. Like every song, 
like just kind of took on its own personality, like kind of stood for itself. That's true. Especially with like, you know, fuck, you get six out of seven have collaborations and the one that don't is an intro. So he definitely stuck with the the theme. So I'm with it. Hey, man, I just want to give some props to the UK real quick. Um, Hedy One Deluxe dropped. Amazing project. Instant classic in my eyes. I don't say that about too many projects. This Hedy One Project is a classic. Offer it for me. Um, Slow Tie Project, phenomenal album. I thought it was a masterful evolution from his last album. And, I mean, that's really all I have to say about the UK artists. I just wanted to fit that in real quickly because I think in real time we're now seeing UK artists successfully break the US market outside of just Skepta. And I don't think too many people are talking about it, but... Eventually, are it will we, rise and it will grow. So I'll let that play out. Are we seeing the US, UK market break the US market? I've seen a lot of people talk about that slow tie album. I've seen I've seen the same people that like talk about like it's not like new people like it's the same people talk about every UK good project. For me, it's not the same. Pe- I've seen a new crowd. I've seen like a frat crowd embrace the, oh, embrace the slow tie album. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and play unheard though off this off this Judas <laughs> and the black the Chance black never Messiah. Chance hates all UK artists. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and play unheard off this Judas and the Black Messiah. This nigga called Nardowick. I ain't never heard of him, but he had a song I declare war. That bit was hard. of anniversaries this week i don't understand how that really works i felt like every album dropped this week some point in time ago um we had channel or no what nostalgia ultra um the life of pablo free wave three by lucky currents by tame impala i think dropped what five years ago i think maybe a week ago something like that um but yeah, did you guys feel any type of way? It made me feel a little sad, a little nostalgic about the fact that these projects that I've usually thought of as pretty still fairly new, you know, they might fall in the rotation, but they're still kind of new projects. Now seeing them, they're like two years old, especially that Lucky Project. Um, do you feel any maybe different ways about these projects after time has gone on? I, I like every project, you know, I feel like this only happens like people only bring up anniversaries for like classic projects so you're going to naturally like love every time somebody brings up like it's been five years like oh shit i love that one (laughs) like of course you did nobody's gonna bring up the shitty album that was like five years ago but yeah like same thing about free wave three 
I didn't even realize it had been two years. I guess it's like the COVID effect. That like a whole year just kind of felt weird. Facts. It still felt like that came out like last year. But that was probably the craziest one. The Life of Pablo. I saw a lot of um tweets. Vance, you're like the Kanye stan. Chance, you also like loved Ye. I remember you like defending Ye hard. They said um, The Life of Pablo was the last great Kanye West album and we took it for granted. How do you guys feel about that? Mm, not true. Because Kanye has... I mean, if you want to go as a solo artist, where he's like... I don't know, because he has kids, he goes, he produced all those... As a solo like, artist, that's fair. Pusha and As a solo artist, that's fair. Because Ye and Jesus is King are good projects, but they're not great. Pablo's great. Pablo's exceptional. Um. So yeah, I think I do think we took it for granted. I don't think those. Of course, it's Twitter, so it's the way Twitter discourse works. But I don't think those two. How do we take life of Pablo? No, that's what I'm saying. I don't. No, I don't think those two things needed to be in a sentence together. Um. But I do. I do definitely think we took life of Pablo for granted. Not in any special, crazy way. In the same way that we took. Uh, Mo Bamba off of Sheck West's Mud Boy and said that that's going to be our Sheck West representation. The way that we took Father Stretch My Hands Part 1 and Part 2 off of Pablo and kind of made the album uh, represented through those two songs, I think is taking it for granted. Because there was a lot of really good records on there. No More Parties is a really good record. Real Friends is a really good record. St. Pablo, great record. 30 hours, so I champion, 30 hours. I give Butcher for Champion a new 30 album. Hours, and these niggas are talking album. about. Great project. We really sitting here great talking song. about the life of Pablo being, what What was the word you used? Underappreciated? Under taken what? for granted. Never said that word. Just take, <laughs> taken for granted. The life of Pablo was taken for granted. When was the last time you listened? Ooh, when here. was the last time you listened? Come on, bro. Like everybody listens to Lucy's all Life of Pablo all the time. Nobody's That's taking that true. project for granted. I don't think it was taken for granted by the fans. I think it was uh t- kind of t- not even taken for granted by the industry. I think it was just kind of like that long album time was huge because it was like this was like right when streaming was like really popping off and it was like titles first like exclusive thing. So so many people. It was the first great like, I streaming I, album. I had got he a also virus. literally changed the album like one week after its initial release. So. There are probably people who listened to like that first part of the album because pe- remember people were still downloading this music at the time. It was illegally. It was so illegal because like, it was on title. Yeah, that's what I'm niggas saying. Was, I had a whole virus was, downloading this shit from the first time. Hella, just trying to that's get what I'm saying. Heart. Niggas was pirating in this project, downloads, all type of other shit. So nine times out of ten, people got the initial version and didn't even really. Because I remember that was me. Like I ain't even listened to like the new version here. Bro, released, same. Like maybe like a year after. I had, had OG dropped. Pablo. On I was my just phone. listening to that first to that first joint. Yeah, originally dropped. And to be honest, I actually I like that version. I love more. it way more. I don't know. I don't like the new version of uh what is it, feedback or highlights that he did. One of those songs he redid, and I don't like the fact that he made Frank's part on Wolves a whole separate track. And then he changed Wolves too. He changed a whole he changed bunch of wolves. little shit too. He said he was gonna just... fix it. I didn't think he fixed it. <laughs> I'm gonna fix Wolves. Classic. But yeah, we could champion yeah all day on this podcast. We know what he's done for music. Like Chris Brown on Waves. Jeez. I saw somebody say Fucking. I saw somebody say that this album kind of revolutionized and almost started the new age trend of the deluxes. Even though the deluxes Wrong. of course are an old older trend that this album <clears throat> this album kind of 
change the way we think about adding additional tracks now that with streaming you can just add or edit any audio files i can agree upload. too i i can agree with that because it's not the first time we've seen first artists edit like albums like young thug literally dropped his project and added a machine gun kelly verse like after it had Facts. came out and we also seen like this thing where people go and just i guess like just make just come out with a whole new album almost, and that's quote unquote the deluxe, which is like the new version. So Kanye West didn't start that. <laughs> he accelerated it. What? He, he, Kanye didn't, start, he didn't start the deluxe. <laughs> he, the life of Pablo has nothing to do with this deluxe wave, in my opinion, other than the fact that it was the first major album on like streaming and that it did. Things. The idea of like, going back to an album, though, months later, I do think <clears throat> he made popular again, or he made it not taboo. I definitely, I, I definitely agree I there. Think so, because there, Wait, then you, there would, there wouldn't album, be, any, there wouldn't be a five year gap between the life of Pablo and other people doing it. it was, like I think the clear boost for who did the this deluxe wave was Uzi and Eternal to take. Like that's the clearest sign. But that was when niggas found out that it's a move to do it financially in COVID. Yeah, how many people were doing it? Between the life of Pablo and Eternal Tape, not not deluxe Eternal albums, Tate. but there were niggas who were going back and changing songs on their album. I don't know many people doing it, other than that, like Young Thug mistake. Like it happens, but it's never and like Travis it's Scott like fixing the nav too. mixing. Like it's never really like how Kanye did it. Like Kanye did it because of course nobody's gonna do it like make he it does even it. better. Nobody's gonna do it. like Other he people does. just did it because they fucked up. <clears throat> Regardless, he was the first to do it. <laughs> I'm gonna hold. Oh, no, that was also the era of, like the fucking leaks. Like, wasn't like a whole bunch of that project like leaked before it even came out? I don't even know. Yeah, I know that album. That album had the craziest rollout of any album ever. It had like three separate names. Then he debuted it at a fashion show event in at Madison Square Garden, where Lil Yachty was a model on stage next to Sheck West. In 2016, Did you guys hear the, um, Yachty and Lucky single. Come on, bro. Chance doesn't. Chance doesn't want to talk about it. He only wants to talk about Judas and the Black Messiah. So we can. No, no. We can me and Taj can have our conversation. I did like. <laughs> I, the, I did like the it. lucky single. No chance. Sit at the cool I mean, kid table. Lil Yachty Sit is at never, the Judas table. Sit at the Judas table. Best nigga. Lil Yachty is never even the best. Nigga See, okay, Taj. Let's so. just. I thought, it, I thought it was Black History Month. I thought we were bigging up all Black creators. Taj, let's continue our conversation. That's not what I'm doing. I big up creators that did an excellent job. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop! I didn't stop big it. up ASAP Rocky. What did, what did Yachty do to you, Chance? Did you did you have beads in your braids in middle in high school no, and Yachty, Yachty did nothing stole to it from me. Yachty is just. Yachty doesn't have. That's it. Yachty has one That's good it. project. Chance's literally. braids never hit like Yachty's. Yachty has <laughs> one good project. Chance was Yachty jealous. Chance was yeah. Chance is like jealous. Five full LPs. And we, why are we still talking about this man when he just released trash album after trash album after trash album? Why? I don't know. I don't. I don't. I'm not. Nah. Him. You. <laughs> But I'm not about to champion. Nah, cha- like, Chance Taj, the only nigga to hate for five minutes straight. Good. Then end it with, I'm not good, hating. Bro. Taj, you know what's funny? Chance. I mean, I don't spend my time thinking about Yachty. I don't Chance care, was. But if we're going to bring him up, I must admit he's not very me good. Me and Chance were talking last week, and this man literally told me that <clears throat> Lil Yachty is undeniably a voice of our generation and a representation of our generation in our era. And that's rap. what Chance what? said. These are Chance's I words. I said that? <laughs> that was you, not my yes, word. you completely agreed. No, that's not my word. Taj Money, this doesn't sound like this me. doesn't sound like Chance. That's why I'm shocked. <laughs> Not sound like me. <laughs> I never said that about no goddamn Yachty. This man's completely lying, but it's okay, Chance. Chance admitted that Yachty, 
undeniably. He said he doesn't love the music, but that Yachty's an important figure in in for to represent our era. All right, I did I did say something as far as like how like shit like happened in the generation because Yachty literally blew up off a off. I mean, I'm not gonna say a meme, but that comedy skit kind of meme. Like that was literally. I'm not gonna say that was his whole career. He probably he was already going places, but I'm saying that was definitely a moment that instantly like catapulted him to whatever level he and changed the culture. Come on, <laughs> change the culture. Ugly God doesn't nah. exist. Right, you ugly God on. doesn't exist without Lil Yachty. And let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. I would be happy. Let's if move ugly on. Let's God move on. Let's move on. Jesus Christ, this man Chance is no, such no, a he's the here. ultimate hater. <laughs> I'm just asking. I would be happy if Ugly God didn't so exist. Give me one good Yachty project outside of Lil Boat. Name one. That's above a six out of ten. The last one is above a six out of ten. It had Pardon Me on it. That song alone is ten out of ten. Come on, Taj. Name one Yachty project. I think his first two were both after Lil Boat. Wait, Teenage Emotions. No, oh, the one in, in between. Oh, Summer Songs. Summer Songs 2. Oh, yeah. Summer Songs 2 is cool. Above it's above a 6. That's what I'm saying. Chance is just a hater. I'm not, we can't acknowledge this. No, I, we I got actually, draw, I we got, we got I, duped into if, this. That's why a, do if, we get duped if, into Chance's if, 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 if any take, other artist... If Chance's went, take was coming like a year ago, I would like, be quiet. That's what I'm saying, though. He's had a... But Yachty has kind of started this rebrand to like rebirth himself into a respectable rapper again. Like He's never going to be who he was in 2016, but now he's kind of like, okay, I respect your place here. I feel like you gotta. You just have to see the way Yachty's moving in the industry and respect it. That's all. That's all I'll say. I mean, I have nothing to hate. The rebrand is is definitely needed because he was hitting a fucking brick wall with Lil Yo, Bo Two, Nothing chances, to Prove, and Teenage how Emotions. Ha- how abysmal. do you manage to hate so Awful, well, bro? <laughs> I'm just telling you the truth. That's just my two cents. So, but yeah, Lucky murdered him on his own track. Thank you, Lucky. Thank you, Lucky. Did you hear the Babyface Ray tape? Probably not, huh? I did. I listened to it because of you, Vance. You champion this guy a lot. I didn't really care for the tape though, so I was kind of disappointed. Not gonna. I like Babyface. He uh, I don't know. He just kind of. I don't know how to describe him. He just. I don't know. Just like he's feel good music to me. You just put you just put him on. Yeah, he just he just be spitting, and he has like kind of a unique voice, like. His whole like kind of his personality. He's like that's what I'm saying. It's just his whole image is like it, it works well. Like baby face Ray, you see him. He literally got the baby face. Like <laughs> he comes on, he does he murder though. shit on the track. He murder shit on the track. Like he like he's like a 42 Doug. Like you, they, you just put them on, and it's just like feel good. They just got that uniqueness to him. So I, I like rappers who not only sound cool but make it very easy to sound cool. And I think Baby Ray, Babyface Ray does a good job of that. I think Kanye used to do a very good job of that, but I think he lost that. He also does this L.A. rap thing that L.A. niggas are trying to do. He does it way better than them. Well, you know Detroit and the Detroit. Bay, their That's sounds are like one and two. He does it way better than like the, the West Coast. I niggas. agree. Yeah, I kind of want to bring that up, how like Detroit is kind of like taking that L.A. style. and But it's not taken because it it's been <laughs> together since the jump. I haven't heard it. Well, I'm just gonna say they're like popularizing it. It's popularized now, but that's like honestly their popular LA style version is better. It's like cause no, wait, the you say I the LA, LA version is, is better? Like 
No, I'm saying Detroit does it better. Oh, oh, yeah. Like, I can listen to Detroit on... They sound similar to me. Like, every time I hear a Detroit rapper or LA rapper, I kind of got to guess, like, which one they're from. Facts. But I always Outside of writing towards, like, leaning towards the Detroit ones. And Draco every the LA Ruler. Nigga, and Draco uh, the Ruler. Nigga, I Respect heard. Draco. Yeah, he's already. Even him, no, like, even Draco and then, like... What's but he can rap. But he can rap. Like, That's the only reason I fuck with I Draco. I like them. He can rap. I like them niggas, but they still sound like, you know, true, they just sound true to LA. Like, they just sound like kind of in that same box. And even then, I think Babyface, I'll take Babyface over both them niggas. Over Draco? I would take Babyface over uh, Draco. Yeah, I think I would. No, no. I like Draco, though. Babyface, he, he hard, though. So, this was a, a good project. I didn't like the allowance. You the bad bitch, bad I didn't bitch, like that. Allowance. I know. <laughs> I don't like when we just regress to like, you know, when something just bad, just bad, just straight <laughs> bad. Like, you know what I mean? Like no way Vance, like niggas just be in the studio. <laughs> like it has to be a matter of like, we just don't care because no way niggas just be hearing some of the shit they be dropping and being like, yeah, this, this gonna fly. The thing is for me is I just don't know how these hood niggas do that. Like make a song like that and walk out the stew. But this like, the thing. Done. That's, that's for us. Really, like chasing, some, chasing a type of song and you just that's like, for us. make some weird shit. But there are definitely places in the world where, like, bad bitch get allowance is going to, like, run up the of club. Of course. It's probably like, running up right now as we speak. In some bumfuck town in, like, the Midwest or something, like, outside one of them cities, that shit going to run. Yeah, some random-ass, hood-ass club and, like... Same way with New Orleans, Taj Money. Like, no way some of that shit be flying, but, you know, some niggas in the country running it up somewhere. <laughs> and you just be like, all right... Go off. Chess, how excited are you for the um Go Crazy remix with Lil Durk, Future? And oh, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. The remix you sent is for Go Crazy? <laughs> yeah. That old ass song. <laughs> I thought this was a new record. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm not excited for the Go Crazy remix. Remember, how could you? It's just like once you once the song blows up and like the remix coming, like you know it's about to be a bad day. Cause what what happened? That was this shit. What's popping? It's like the Drake and Future joint. Remember that from oh, with last the, year? The baby and Lil Baby. Yeah. Where it was on the track, and then Lil Baby and the Baby got on. <laughs> and it was just like, yeah. It was already a song that was just like, I'm surprised y'all you was was even able to get this off, and then you went and did a remix. I just don't see where Future and Mulatto and Lil Durk and who else? Dirt. And Lil and Dirt. Thug and I don't Chris see Brown. where they have room. And Thug and Chris Brown. I don't see how those like I don't even see how those sounds mess. It just seem like a mess. You feel me? Like I don't know. Yeah, how is Future? Future Future might On kill the R and B song at that. Future No, I, if I would have been a remix, I would have picked just Dirk alone. I wouldn't have added Future and Mulatto. Dirk. Yeah, because Dirk. I could see definitely because Dirk, Dirk can switch in between that like, Thug and like, Chris Brown lane. That's what I'm saying. He can get into like that false. He could rap like, on that beat. He could rap street, on that R&B yeah. rap bag. Future too though. Stop. And I stop disrespecting future, future. He just made a whole album of those. Future. I could too. But if I had to pick too, any of the three, oh, okay. I'm picking. Yeah, I'm picking just that's Dirk. Fair. I don't know what Mulatto. Three extra niggas on a remix. That don't even sound right. It's about to be like a five minute. The song was already like four minutes. It's about to be like a six minute song. Like, nah. We'll see though. Is there any other music that dropped or upcoming music, Taj? Uh, any more music that dropped? <clears throat> Let me see. I'm a oh Sid. Uh, Shout out Sid. She dropped a single, missing out. Uh, it's cool. It's not slightly above cool. What's slightly above cool? 
Wait, let me see. It's, it's good. It's not great. It's, it didn't wow me or anything, but it's a good single. Does it make you more or less anticipated for the single for the album? I mean, I'm not a fan of sing like I kind of oh, yeah. write off singles in general, but yeah, so my anticipation hasn't dipped or grown. Hey, speak of I hardly ever even listen to a single. Speak of that Erica Banks Bus It remix, Bus It Challenge remix. You niggas are gross. Vance is joining Travis. me on the Travis Scott public. <laughs> niggas fan. are down. Vance, bad. Is, Vance has been an undercover Travis Scott fan for a week, for 53 weeks. He's finally. I'm a Travis Scott fan. joining me. Yeah, Chance but has the poster on the wall. About but Chance, this nigga, <laughs> Chance doesn't want to join the team publicly. I am, the, I am on Travis Scott team. I'm just willing to criticize the team. <laughs> but as far as Erica Banks goes. You don't like the Travis Bussett? You niggas are foul talking about this got me more excited for you. I'm more excited. Wow. Because this nigga cause this nigga put drums on that garbage ass beat and actually said some shit you could distinguish. Niggas Natural BBL. Yeah, come on, he bro. He said you can have the BBL. And I'm not letting you. y'all get this off. I'm not letting y'all get this off. And straight up. You I haven't heard a straight up ad lib in Erica years. Banks that this that this track is worth listening to because Travis Scott has entered the chat. You're not about to convince Bust me. Bust it. But Pop it. I know you will. So go ahead Tell and Tell little mama, go and drop it. I'm happy. That has the first memorized. I'm happy. I got to memorize. I'm, I'm about to play right after the uh, podcast, but. Go off, go off, Vance and Taj Money. You think? Nah, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. Y'all, y'all don't have to be modest. Go I'm ahead. not doing the Bust It Challenge. You <laughs> say y'all don't have to be modest. I'm just, I just want y'all to know that. Was y'all doing the Bust It Challenge? Come on, bro. Y'all turned on the red light in hey, the back. Nah, nah. <laughs> And turned on the Travis Scott track. That's a whole different challenge, huh? Chance is sick for <laughs> combining combine challenges. Two challenges. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, um, y'all, uh, y'all put on the busted. No busted challenges. On. We're we're done. <laughs> y'all y'all got up. Y'all got up in the morning with y'all like um bad breath and messy hair, and y'all like did the first half of the TikTok, and then y'all went got, got on ready a serious note though. And put on a fit. Two things. One. If this is just describe the if this is how Travis is flowing, I'm excited for Utopia. And two, if <laughs> that shit funny every time he said, "Bust it." It's funny to you. I think you're talking about you've been excited for Utopia. Off the bust it remix. <laughs> <laughs> and two, Travis, if he's back to being a feature artist this year. Then I'll wait however long for Utopia. You feel me? If we're going through 2017 Travis again, I don't know if we had that conversation in real life or on the podcast, but feature Travis. This is going to be a top moment in 50 episodes. <laughs> Remember when Vance was excited for Utopia? The Erica Fanks Pussy remix. Again, Chance hating Travis Scott because I'm not it's cool hating. to, it, it because it's cool it to hate Travis Scott. It wasn't bad, but Taj Money, are you excited for the for Utopia off this remix? It's the same as my sit answer. I was already excited for Utopia. Um, <laughs> I can't. My again, my excitement neither wavered or increased. I'm still excited. It's better than the I last mean, shit he put out. It's better than I that franchise. Say, yeah, shit. I will say it is. Um, this was Travis's best performance. Um, of recent memory, like it's All way right, better. I'll than franchise is way better than. Nah, uh, nah, not give me that. Apologize. I want to apologize. It, no, it, it's crazy it how when Travis has a um good. A perf- it's crazy how when Travis has a good performance, Chance is talking about. Uh, it's just a challenge. I mean, it's <laughs> hard. I ain't gonna lie. There's a lot worse. But when he's doing bad, get him out of here. He's on the down. 
He's There's done. a lot working against him because that song wasn't meant to be longer than the 15 second TikTok challenge. Like once I got into it as a song, I was like, okay, this is awful. Like after Travis verse, just cut the song off. That's not what we're talking about. Why are you throwing no an unnecessary stray? You're just throwing a straight at Erica Banks. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not apologizing to Travis. Nigga, apologize to me. <laughs> I'm not apologizing to you either. I right. guess who has a Vance? You got an unheard artist since Chance doesn't want to apologize. Yeah. Chance, why do you have so much? What's, what's wrong, Chance? Are you okay? Chance has some animosity this episode. He's fighting <laughs> demons. Him and Lucky. No, I just can't stand that nigga just want to attack me because I want the champion a good project that I enjoyed. He's still hurt over Judas. I, I can't wait to I can't wait till you re-listen to this episode. You're like, damn, why am I saying all these names? <laughs> like you gonna be mad at yourself. All right, that's fine, but you didn't have to call me out on it. You could have called me out on it in private. You didn't have to fuck up my review. Alright, because I, I want to tell the I'll, listeners who probably didn't go sorry, to the track Chance. list just who was on the album because it's a comp- <laughs> a compilation album. It ain't like it's just one artist, so it ain't like niggas gonna know who on a project. So I have to tell them like, hey, you might want to go check it out because we get appearances from these artists. You dig? Like y'all say y'all didn't listen, so I was just trying to break it down. But that's just me. He's so maybe hurt. y'all can He's let me so know. Listen right now, I love it. Yeah, I, I take back my apology. I did. I was gonna apologize, but I take it back. <laughs> Vance, you can play on her. Um, who do I, who will I play this week? This is a pop band singer. Play the Busted Challenge. Come on, bro. This is a group I think called Michelle. Um, and this is their newest single, FYO. Somebody who's been talking shit about you for a while. What lyrics do you scream out? Is it is Pooh Shiesty? Do you scream out Pooh Shiesty lyrics? I don't scream out nothing. I start rapping my own shit. <laughs> nah, that's sick. That's one of the funniest <laughs> responses. If it wasn't nine o'clock at night, I would be dying hysterically because that shit is hilarious. Nigga said I would just start rapping my own freestyle <laughs> to hype myself up. He didn't even say freestyle. It's, it's like a notes, some shit he wrote a while ago. <laughs> I don't even know how I would respond to that. I think I would just, I couldn't even fight you at that moment. <laughs> yeah, I would ask. I mean, if the bars were hard, I definitely wouldn't fight you. I'd probably try and sign you. Yeah, definitely. If it's a hard bar, then I would just be impressed and be like, why are we fighting? Let me see if I can get a bar. I'll probably laugh. So let me get the situation. I'm going to get a bar off. Let's see. This is the exact situation. What are you rapping? So, how the nigga look? Pause. Uh, let's see. Meek, Meek, uh, six one. Uh, kind of out of shape. From Philly, fries on French fries on the bathing suit. <laughs> you don't really respect them. Hmm. What am I gonna say to that? I don't need my own fire. I got security. 
Hey, nigga, that look like PJ Tucker. I'll beat the fuck out you, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> it was, Niggas can't pay for really this. really gave a black dynamite bar. Niggas can't pay for this. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, I guess we can we can insert. No, I'm not even inserting the clip. But uh, six nine and Meek Mill met outside of a restaurant. I think it was, and six nine rapped Pusha T's famous lyrics to Meek Mill about um not having security while surrounded by security. Both sides were surrounded by security. Uh, naturally, social media went crazy. A lot of people called both sides corny. Uh, Vance's guy being a bitcher jumped in and said, um, defended Meek and shitted on Takashi. Wait, I did that? No, I said Vance's guy. Benito the fact oh, yeah, that yes, like yes. Meek, Meek and his crew recorded the whole situation is hilarious. I said that Meek is the type of nigga to go like audition for Love and Hip Hop because he loves the attention. I understand him recording it because this nigga is definitely trying to get me booked right now. So I'm going to make sure we have documentation of everything happening. But on the other hand, I don't understand Meek going to Twitter like a female and tweeting... Why is he thinking about me? Oh my god! Like, come on, me. That was the funniest. And they get, I'm pretty sure he tweeted me with several e's. Why is he think thinking about so me? <laughs> LOL. Like, come on, me. Stop. With emojis. I just don't understand how you can want to be regarded as such a high important figure in the culture, and then getting a beef. Like, let six nine scream poo shicey lyrics at you, and you're like, some you feel a type of way about it. Clearly. Then you have French fries on your bathing suit in the pool. That's insane. They gonna bring up old news. Then you're jumping for Michael. You're jumping for Michael Rubin on a tennis court as he's got the camera in your face, telling you to jump. You're doing jumping jacks for him. I mean, there's just too many L's for Meek right now. I, I Chance, you defended Meek Mill several times on this podcast. Do you think that this does something to him? Mm, I don't know. I don't know what Meek be on. He's a cornball. Meek is hilarious though. Uh, he definitely got a few burners on Instagram. Justin LA active, boy, active on the platform. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely Justin La Boy. I don't know why y'all call him LA Boy. La Boy. I think that's only a New Orleans thing to say, La Boy. It is. Who the hell would say Justin LA Boy? That sounds like a mouthful. Justin LA Boy, just Justin La Boy. <laughs> Like, don't that sound like it make more sense? Justin LeBoy, Justin Leeboy. If you have that LA accent, boy. definitely makes sense. In any case, Meek is definitely Justin LeBoy. He's like first nigga in a. He's <laughs> like the, the nigga. On, he's like the nigga on like the YouTube videos commenting first under every video. <laughs> I'm like, ain't no way he don't know when this nigga tweet. He got the tweet. He got the Instagram no, post notifications on. Like subtweeting Takashi is so insane like posting about it is even insaner but then just acknowledging that it happened is funny like why is he thinking about me like we know who you're talking about just say his name like what are you beating around the bush for it's so weird (laughs) you're a grown man you're like 30 subtweeting six nine (laughs) anyway i just want people to know that this is the latest installment in in the falling of meek mill because we're seeing his it's unfortunate downfall. I like Meek. I like some of the Meek records. <laughs> he actually, yeah, he had a good EP a couple months ago. He did. 
And he's I heard a good snippet with Thug on the way. Actually, he just dropped a song with Thug. You brought up something about um how he was about to sign an artist oh like fucked up contract earlier. <laughs> this was a beef that stemmed back from weeks ago. Um when Poundside Pop said that Meek Mill was banned from Philly. Nigga named Poundside Pop. And he's not like a cartoon character. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like people, a bully. And um, people were wondering why does Poundside Pop have so much animosity towards Meek Mill? And then uh, Poundside released his contract, which included a $15,000 recording budget and only a $10,000 advance. Um, and from there, the contract also included that Meek Mill would be able and Dream Chasers would be able to own all of Poundside Pop's music that dropped before he signed the contract. So if he put out 10 albums in high school... Dream Chasers owns all that music there too. And again, I'm a nerd about the industry shit, so it's not going to be the most prevalent issue, but like it's insane that artists are trying to sign other artists to these type of deals. And I know Kanye's not uh what's it called? Um from it, contempt from it. Like he's definitely done the same exact shit and it's just I don't know. As much as these guys preach about freedom and financial freedom equity. and rock nation exactly equity and rock nation brunch and then just to completely try and fuck over an artist i think it's just shocking i'm not even on the like oh meek mill has to pay for this but like i just think it's fascinating i do i don't even know if i think it's fascinating it's common like anytime an artist is like crying about their deal i know for a fact that 95 percent of the time like they would sign an artist to that same deal. Like, they're just crying because they're the ones getting fucked over. Facts. Like, if they could do the fucking over, they would. And they have proven to do so, like, countless times. So, And if there's not anybody who would do that more, then it's split a 20 amongst five of you, Meek Mill. <laughs> he loves fucking people. Nigga said, I give you a dub. Split it. <laughs> Niggas in the Ro- comments. Niggas his, in the comments. Rolls Royce. Niggas in the comments said, "Y'all not seeing the bigger picture. A uh, twenty dollar bill can buy them two cases of water, and they can double their profit." I was like, "Bro, that's the craziest cape I've ever seen thrown on from Meek Mill or any rapper." Because this like bro posted about it. He posted about it. He's like, "Look at me being charitable, giving Cornball. these five niggas, letting them shed his twenty. But alas, that's five four for fours." They just got to cover the tax. They he can't cover the tax on their given, own. He could have given them like one autographed shoe and it would have been worth like way more than $20. Who the fuck is buying an autographed Meek Mill shoe? <laughs> <laughs> one shoe, one shoe autographed by not, Meek Mill. You're not liking that on Grilled? What shoe he going to... What, what shoe... What type, what's the type of shoe Meek Mill would autograph? What's his signature shoe? Some nasty shit like a foam posit. <laughs> Meek Mill, wait. Meek Mill. Meek Mill Unheard is never. Unheard is never getting a Meek Mill or a Dream Chaser interview. Chance, you can kiss that. You can kiss that Vori interview goodbye. Vory We're never getting Vori on this podcast. <laughs> it's never happening. They can never say Vori for Unheard. Those are my last words. Neek, this type of nigga to autograph. What's some shoes called that look like feet? The shell toes? <laughs> Not the shell toes, but like the scale toes. You the type of nigga to autograph them. He wear them, but yeah, I think that's a phenomenal ending to the episode. 
Um, yeah, I don't got nothing much else to say. I think that's it for the for what's going on in music, man. We just waiting on CLB, man. Where is certified lover boy jersey? This is true, Drake. I'm I'm starting to get a little irritated too. Um, this is the perfect time. Like we got we got how long? Fifty fifty something minutes into the podcast without even really talking about Drake. And it just happened. Nigga this nigga nigga is snow niggas is snowed in right now all across the country. This is the perfect time for niggas to get in their bag, go light the that is there, true. go light a fire, and go listen to like <laughs> Certified Love Boy. Certified Love Boy can't be on no bumble bubblegum summer shit. It gotta be on That's some, what I'm saying. Like some, it's the perfect time, like some fall shit, like some right dark, now, like, everybody is certified. Shit. Everybody's certified right now. And then it's mean? it's Valentine's Day, so we're all lovers. And then and like most of the, 50% and most of the niggas of the you girls fucked with is just is boys. boys. So nigga, this is terrible. It's, it's literally time. It's time for the album Drake. But fuck certified lover boy. Maxi heartbeat for heartbeat out now. Kaizana on my own music video out now. Maxi three. Sh- shameless plugs, but good production out now by yours truly. And I've got more coming next week. He got some shit coming up with me too, y'all. We got some shit in the works. <laughs> this is where um, we can end the podcast. We got some shit in the works for y'all, man. Like uh, I, 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 y'all probably didn't know. I, uh, I write music and I produce as well. So, um, it's not maybe, like it's maybe, not it's not like they've heard single, you for fifty EP. episodes. Maybe I've a never heard EP you mention this ever. Might come soon, but um, yeah. You know how crazy that'd be? Chance drop an EP and none of us mention it on the podcast. <laughs> None of, none of us show a love on the I ain't gonna lie. Insane. I, I ain't gonna lie. Listen, episode 53, mark my words. Chance, I'm gonna have an EP out by the end of this year. Believe that. I don't know what my name gonna be yet. Or my, my rap name. What y'all think? What should my rap name be? I'm dropping one too. What should my rap name be? You got I, VNC3? Should nah. I be CNC3? I. <laughs> CN3? Yeah. It's disgusting. <laughs> Vance got this most serious <laughs> face. <laughs> he was ready to punch Chance in the face. <laughs> I might be C. I might be C H N C three. I don't know. <laughs> What's your unheard artist, bro? <laughs> uh, I already paid my unheard. It's time money. I'm gonna go with "Morning" by Black Noise featuring Earl Sweatshirt. Same time earlier, what I had to, I learned to adapt way better than I could plan. She was eager to leave, but it ain't me with my eyes dim. Feet stampeding through mine shafts, canary singing the wires tap. Offerings on the shrine, reclaiming my time like Aunt Max. The water was all black, the moon fondling ties, man. We painting the town red, allegiance is over pronounced. Stand down. We was setting the mouse traps, wouldn't believe who we found dead cleaning house. He was cheesy from back then, I see it now, speaking down to my demons. Like big dogs, you a mouth breather in denial. Six story, the heat seeker, sitting down with my lawyer for a brief meeting, laying all the pieces out. I think I'm calling morning. Grief abound, 12 months, I couldn't form a decent smile. Chest even, death reeking in a pile. Eventually, I'll leave the house. Now you see me, now you don't At the same time hurdling what I had to I learned to 
Gap way better than I could plan Now you need me, now I'm gone Pack my feelings up and go Plant the ceiling of some hope Now you see me, now you don't At the same time, hurtling what I had to I learned to adapt way better than I could plan Now you need me, now I'm gone Plant the ceiling of some hope Podcast over, dog.